If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Escuchas ese rugido. Sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. thank you. Mauli, my son, from the CID department in Tema, you're tuned in. Good evening, Nana. I am Dede, listening from my Dringano. Thank you for joining. Lily says, Nana, why this song? Well, it's, you know, a little bit for Kofi B, you know. Mark of respect for the departed. Get back to Alumba. Let Kofi B have his day today. Now, day day from Sakumono. Thank you. I see you. Great King, you are more than a DJ. Your selections are wicked, Papa. Papa, thank you very much. My. Uh, my son and my boss says playtime is over. 99.7 FM. princess is dancing she dances to my sick tune i mean is it not amazing <laughs> and in there in the maze or in here is also tuned in but as we always do we start the way we start folks until the lions have their own historians the tales of hunting would always glorify the hunter and you know i'll say that again
folks, I said until the lions have their own historians, the tales of hunting would always glorify the hunter. Hello and welcome to the most opinionated hour on radio and the nation's thought-provoking hour. Now, for those of you on Facebook, you can just log on to Facebook and uh, you can watch me display and throw my arms about as I express my feelings on this subject. I am Nana Ansakwa the Fourth, Chief of the Little Republic of Akwemu Edumasa, here to perform this beautiful ritual called That's My Opinion. Mondays are never the same without the dose of opinion. And this Monday will be no different and a bit philosophical. And I hope, I hope you will get where I'm coming from. Who will inherit Ghana? Who will inherit Ghana? Who we will hand over to? That sounds like a joke. It even sounds like a trick question. But let me end and you will get the whole picture. But this is one of those time-wasting shows, folks. Because we have developed a very thick skin against matters that are very agent and pertinent to us. We don't seem to put them on the front burner. And if the matter cannot be directly to, you know, linked to MPP or NDC, then there's no even space on the cooker for it. If it's nobody's, it's nobody's business. If what you're saying is not going to cost votes, <laughs> even the very people who you may be speaking for you know, could attack you. However, I must say that, and I say this from the bottom of my heart, you are different. You are different. And maybe, you know, Ghana needs more of you. Because some of the subjects, the topics that we have raised here on this show and dealt with in an open and fair and objective manner could start a route elsewhere. Oh, yes, I'm telling you. Some of the topics we have dealt here, if elsewhere, you know, somebody had raised these things, I mean, I'm telling you, you know, hell will break loose. But somehow, the maturity you display is mind-boggling. And I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart because otherwise I'm sure this show would have even been kicked off and, and dead. But nevertheless, folks, who will inherit Ghana? After we have finished our duty on this earth, and for us here being a happy home Ghana, do we put a sign that says close on the door when the last man leaves? I'm just asking, folks. After we have finished our duty on this earth, and for us here being a happy home Ghana, do we close the door? When the last man leaves and he hangs a little sign on the door saying, closed. Or are there plans that our children and grandchildren will continue just like we are from our fathers before us? I'm asking this because of the level of selfishness, the short-sightedness, the greed. That we are practicing so much so that has become an entrenched culture. Folks, it is clear and an open knowledge that to see the future of a nation, all you have to do is just look at the current state of its youth. And that should give you a general idea what sort of future that nation is going to have. 
Can we tell from looking at our youth today that they are good timekeepers, dedicated, hardworking, disciplined, patriotic, well-groomed, have respect for rule of law, innovative, supportive of one another, will not cheat during exams, will not lie, do not dabble in party politics during school elections? Can we say our youth are steeped in culture? Folks, can we say these things looking at our youth today? Honestly, generally. If you were to go somewhere and they were asking you about the youth of Ghana, would you say, listen, the youth of Ghana are superb, well-groomed, good timekeepers, disciplined, honest, hardworking. Would you use these things on the youth of Ghana? Folks, the class division that we are creating amongst the youth is also a recipe for major trouble. The majority of the youth are literally getting by with no training, no ethics, just breathing in oxygen and breathing out carbohydrate, uh, carbon dioxide and just getting by. There are many folks who had it not been free SHS wouldn't have even continued with the education. That would have been the end for them. And folks, even with these blessings here with us, we are just, there are still too many outside of the net. Too many outside of the net. Then there are those who are supposed to be from good homes. And they should be the balanced ones. Ideally, they should have been in the majority. But here, they are the privileged few. They attend, quote-unquote, international schools. Now, they are so international that they don't even speak their mother tongue. Their parents are paranoid about their education that they do not want any hassle for them aside reading and writing. They won't even lift a finger. They have no surviving skills other than rely on mom and dad. Yet somehow, these are going to be the future industry leaders and players. Somehow, these are going to be the front runners. And we are bringing these children up in the name of civility. Dada ba, dada be, name it. So to sweep, it's not civil. To cook, to run errands in the house, it's not civil. To be denied stuff, it's not civil. TV is a, is a must-have in their room. Boys don't even wash their father's cars. Check the oil. Put water in the windscreen washer bottle. Check the radiator. Change a flat. I mean, how? Simple task of washing daddy's car is beyond them. Why? Because they're too civil. Theirs is just to read, write, calculate, type, read more, write, calculate, and type. Folks, on the other side of the coin, we have introduced alcoholic bitters. And now the new craze is gambling. Bet till your heart content. This is the other side of the coin. Have not a pot to piss in, 
and they are drinking their livers away and gambling every penny they will get. And that is just to garnish it. They have now added from all, wasting their lives away. But recently we were told that uh, feces and tampons are being smoked to get a high. Folks, I don't know if it can get any lower. Maybe I am getting too old, too colo. Maybe I don't know what time it is. But believe me, these two divides will not be able to live peacefully side by side. Where you have a few privileged who are lost touch with reality, even their basic mother tongue. And then a greater part of the citizens facing life in a hard way and blaming their hardship on anyone who looks affluent. They won't be able to live side by side. Folks, we are also leaving the youth with a political structure that is so divisive. Where we don't trust each other. Everyone is an enemy and a suspect. Folks, how in the world will these two groups of people hold up? Today we are 30 million. By the time they hit 50 million and God knows what since we don't have any mode of checking the population. When it becomes strictly survival of the fittest where the rich will just keep increasing their walls and keep buying jeeps because the roads are no good where they live in an imaginary world thinking they are also in Ghana how will our great grandchildren live side by side when two thirds or more of the population have just they have just grown up and a little, a few of the population who were supposedly nurtured or groomed were also mis, well, let me say misgroomed. Boys who won't even dust down their father's cars because they are too privileged, too big, too, I don't know who they think they are. But they are too big to get out from their rooms, come downstairs, dust down their father's car before the father goes to find money for them to sleep in the air-conditioned room and watch TV. Now, if children are growing up with this dangerous sense of entitlement, this is one group. Dangerous sense of entitlement. Where behind their high walls are children who are just hustling on a day-to-day basis with no grooming, no structure, no discipline whatsoever. They are also just growing. Folks, how would they share a Ghana like we are doing today? And they will grow and double in this politics, this new governance system that we have created, where it is you against me. There is nothing like working together. So before I end, folks, look at how we are living, folks, as though it is the end of the world. We are living today as though it is the end of the world after 2020, you know, that's it. We are living as though we have just borrowed this land. It, It is somebody's land. Ours is somewhere being prepared for us. So we need to just waste this land and soon we shall be going to ours. Total destruction. 
and our new policy, our new tradition is if we see, we sell. Simple. That's the new tradition. You see, you sell. Case closed. And sometimes, you know, it becomes worrying. You sit down and you wonder, how did anybody arrive at this? Rich forest with biodiversity, sometimes with plants that are so rare, it's, it's, it's like an endangered species. But unfortunately, there are pieces of gold underneath it. So somebody signs to say, destroy it. Destroy it. We see, we sell. And we don't even repair what we have destroyed. And then you come back into governance and the governance is just, you know what? What the taxes we are collecting just goes into paying salaries and so, you know, to move forward, let's just borrow. Plunging the nation into debt because everything should be free in the name of politics. In the name of politics, everything should be free. And so we just borrow. And I'm just here to ask you today, folks. Have an open, sincere conversation. The youth we are grooming, bringing up today. Will they be able to fix the mess we are leaving behind? We seem to have gotten a bit of structure, a bit of discipline. You know, there was a bit of direction in our growing up. Even us. We are struggling to contain the mess we ourselves are creating. And we are the ones who, you know, had some hustle. Faced life in a harsh way. You know, it wasn't just sleeping and, you know, having some, you know, uh, false sense of entitlement. No, there was a little bit get up and go. And we can handle the mess we are creating. Those who are creating the mess, some of them walked barefooted to cocoa farms, to cassava farms. You know, they came from hard places, you know, face life really harsh. And they are creating the mess. We can't fix it. And I'm asking these two extremes, these Dadaba people with a wrong sense of entitlement and those who are hustling, sniffing and smoking anything in this world to get a high, drinking any tree bag that's been diluted in industrial alcohol, how would they fix this mess that we are creating? I don't want to take all your time because this is a subject I want us all to discuss. And so talk to me. 
0302216541. Hello, and who's talking to me? Hello, my name is Francis Nana. Francis, let me hear you. Good evening, Nana. Good evening, sir. Thank you so much for the opportunity mm-hmm. and uh, for this very interesting discussion. Mm. Um, and I'm a young man, and as I listen to you, I'm very sad mm. because you are asking who is going to inherit Ghana. Yeah. The question is, what are our fathers living for us? Mm. Ghana is this way because this is what our fathers are giving to us. They have decided. They have. De- they have tried. Not only are they living it in a mess, but they are also corrupting those of us who are coming up, who one day take up the leadership of this nation. So I see myself, I see my young friends, and we are no different from what we have now. There is no hope for us. That is just my contribution. Thank you, but we must. Thanks. We thank you so much, but we must find hope. We must find hope, and it must be deliberate. Hello, who's talking to me? My name is John. John, let me hear you. You know, it saddens me. Mm-hmm. You know, Ghana has been blessed. But because of greediness, everything is turning upside down. If you die, are you going to take something away? No. Why don't you create a legacy? You don't aim at creating legacies. Look at Kwame Nkuma. When you pass on the motorway, Kwame Nkuma, who created the motorway, Kwame Nkuma, you don't aim at creating legacies, but rather we aim at creating wealth. Wealth is not anything that will last. Sometimes when you die, those who leave your wealth with, they can't even manage it. But when you create a legacy, the nation will always remember you. The name will be in history books. Why are we doing, why are we doing harm to ourselves rather than creating legacies? It saddens me. You have everything everything, everything. But look at poverty. Poverty are taking over Ghana. It's sad. Ghanaians don't want to help people. Ghanaians are wicked. Thank you so much, my brother. But Kisi is on the line. Let me speak to Kisi. Hello, Kisi. Hello, Nana. Yes, sir. Nana, how are you? I'm very well, Kisi. Nana, please tell uh, the authorities in that. Please. The um, phone barrier, please. They should do something over there for us. Please, Nana. That's just by the way. But, Nana, please. Some of us are losing hope. But, as you said, we must find hope, okay? Mm-hmm. We should not be in the books, okay, of the, our predecessors now. No. Let's depart from what our predecessors are doing. We, the successors, must change now. Let's wake up the youth of Ghana. Thank you very much, Nana. Thank you very much to 0302216541. Right there in Agenda is John. Hello, John. Yeah, Nana. Let me hear you. Mm, who will inherit Ghana? Um, let's see. Some of us were not too fortunate mm. to be, uh, be carried in vehicles uh, to go to school and that sort of thing. Okay, but uh, however, some of us have been able to try hard to come out, maybe successfully, because I know when I was young, I was only wearing a slippers, Taliwati. Mm-hmm. It came to a time that they introduced uh, uh, a Sanders for us. Okay, so now, if I have been, you know, be able to fight hard 
and come up successfully. I don't have to allow my children also to suffer the same way. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. I should bear them. And here is the government which has come, knowing these differences. And they say free secondary education, or free as well as free junior secondary education. I think people must take advantage of that. And, you know, let's be realistic. So that there will be equality. John, John, let me, let me, John. I mean, I'm sure you have a car. Yes. I I mean, is it wrong for your son to make sure your car is clean before you go to work, or at least iron your shirts for you before you? I mean, I don't know how old your son is, but if if he's old enough, it's not wrong. My son must be able to iron my shirts, wash my clothes, and everything before I move. Then, 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 John, we're on the same page. Then we're on the same page. Kofi is in Tessano. Hello, Kofi. Hi, Nana. How are you, sir? I'm very well. You know, I um, every now and then I say, you know, I'm tired. I'm not going to call any radio station, which I don't do often. But mm. I listen to you, and I get tempted. You know, when I, even today, I said, no. Um, you know, Nana, look, there are children, five, ten. Even now, the police headquarters, they are there. For Malu, I don't know, all right? Mm-hmm. And they come by your window and <laughs> all this. And what happens is that over years, these people, no education, they sleep on the streets, wherever they sleep, rape, whatever, not rape, boys or girls, no education, becomes social menace to us. And apart from all that you are spoken about, we have a big problem on our hands. And I always draw the line, the sheep and the shepherd. Where are the shepherds? Mm-hmm. The president to all the ministers. You know, we have all these resources. And from back in the day, history, because everybody cannot rule, we organize a few people like chiefs or government or presidents to handle this issue. I cannot go and kick people out of the street on my own. And this is what we have. And I bet you, my my son or my kid, I, it, it, you think about it, and like in the next 20 years, water is being damaged by Galante. What are they going to drink? What, I will be, if I'm dead and gone, I will not know. But I know now, today, that in the next 10 years, it will not end. We are not doing nothing. We're doing something, but that's something. What is the outcome? It's not just that. Whether it's corruption, whether you go here or there, sidewalk, people are selling there with their children. You see, you know, I see a mother with a child behind the back selling water on the street and left the child on the sidewalk, on the pavement. And it's like two years old. A car could... Nana, we have... Uh, I really... I was tempted to call. I didn't want to. I'm, I'm so tired of what is happening. We don't want any elaborate uh, Hong Kong or New York or London. We just want clean waters, dual roads. You have ambulance to take people to hospitals and good hospitals. Just the basics. And education. 
just the basics. We don't want it. Uh, we don't want to live just our culture decent that we can have a decent living. That's it. Thank you very much. But I'm glad you called, you see, because uh, uh, so you add your, somebody adds some, so grateful you called. Good evening. Real talk, Nana. There wouldn't be anything to inherit if we continue this way. But we, as patriotic citizens, must demand excellence wherever and whenever. God's own Ghana deserves better. Shem, bros, barbecue in Pram Pram. Michael is in Kaswa. Hello, Michael. Yeah, hello. Nana. Yes. Hi, Michael. Good evening. Good evening. Nana, there's one issue I want you to talk about in mm-hmm. this country for me. Mm-hmm. I have been a strong advocate of parenting, taking care of their kids. Hmm. Let our mother and fathers know parenting is all about producing babies. There is more to that. We st- all they do is enter the room, produce babies without no plan, no education, no plan. You now drive to the street of Accra, and all these young kids on the street, we ask them, where did they come from? They have mothers and fathers. They really do have mothers and fathers, but just that people are not thinking. People are not thinking, use their head to be, so we end up producing innocent kids on the street, just coming so far. But in 13 years, they tell you, you are man enough to hit the street, to go and suffer. Please and please, let them know, preventing is all about producing babies. And again, talking about our future for the youth, it's sad. Sometimes you want to go to social media and read the news going on and maybe say a comment. And now if you read a comment under a post and the insult coming from the youth themselves, both NECF, not everything is NECF on social media. Anything about news is NECMPP. And it's all about insult, 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 insult. And you go like, can we have Decent conversation, sharing mm. thoughts on social media without insult, and it's a problem. It's a big problem. It's a big problem. Uh, Mike is in home. Mike, I see you. Thank you very much for tuning in. Esther and Lily in Pokuasi. Thank you for tuning in. Esther and Lily is in Pokuasi. But right here in Medina is Asante. Hello, Asante. Yeah, Let me hear you. Yeah. Uh, I would say the leaders are not also helping with the youth in Ghana. From, even from the onset, the leaders we have in Ghana, they are not building anything for the future of the youth. Because I don't know why uh, a minister, minister and those top, top people who can buy fuel into their cars and things, they will be giving fuel free, Then, but there's nothing built for the youth, like, oh, this person, uh, age from this age to this age, maybe you will be benefit certain things. There's nothing that are also doing for the youth. That's also a, a problem. Mm-hmm. Hmm, it's a concerted thing. It's one of the things that the nation should think about and come together. Where everybody, chiefs, clergymen, everybody should come together and we should have a plan because <laughs> there seems to be no plan. It's like, let's just live one day at a time. And that's the danger. No, you, 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 you can't build a nation by chance. It must be calculated, you know, and directed. But Ajima is on the line. Hello, Ajima, talk to me. No, no, good evening. Good evening. And God bless you for thinking about the future generations. Mm. And I, um, I want to tackle on this uh, topic of 
Garamse. Government is putting in money to appoint people to check that Garamse will no more be done. But we have chiefs and elders, we have security agencies, Mm -hmm. we have municipal agencies, we have assembly members, we have MPs, and so our water bodies have been destroyed. People who are to chase those people to stop this illegal garbage, they rather are enriching themselves, and our water bodies are being destroyed. So what is the future of our young ones who are to enjoy water? And God be with us. God be with us too. God be with us too. I see. I, mean, I don't want to go uh, turn into a galamse thing. Now I don't want to narrow it down to galamse, even though it's a major, major issue. But folks, just bear with me just one minute. You see, if a, a, a human being gets to a point where they need soldiers to protect the the same water that person drinks, you know that a human being has sunk very low. If you get to a point where your own water, they must bring military, battalions, platoon to protect you from poisoning your own water. Folks, uh, it, 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 uh, I think it's a strange phenomenon in the whole world. But let me go to Kaswa. Quay is there. Hello, Quay. Hello, Nana. Good evening. Good evening. Nana, I am very glad for such a wonderful topic mm. that you've brought for us to discuss. Mm-hmm. Nana, in, in fact, if we don't consider this topic that you've brought on board, mm. in fact, Ghana, we will not go anywhere. Mm. As far as time is going on and off, we are we are growing and the leaders we are we, we will be moving out of the system therefore we will need people to replace us but in a situation whereby those who will be replacing us are not going to go according to what we are expected them to do for the country it is going to be something very alarming that i don't think it will help the country to develop now now once upon a time i live in a certain poor community and I, I hope nana i know you know techiman techiman some time ago was a very you know remote area and i was living in that place mm-hmm. i was living with a poor parents and in fact they trained me in such a way that i have to understand that wherever you go one day you will grow to become a leader mm-hmm. and therefore you have to get all the necessary norms so that when you meet an elderly you know how to talk to an elderly. You know how to help people so that when you become a leader, it will, it will, it will manifest in your way. But nowadays, people who, especially the rich people who are having uh, their children and other these things, they find it very difficult to train their children in that way. And for that matter, we don't even know the kind of, you know, attitude that they are going to put up when we are not there. And this, 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 this issue, if we do not take it very well, in fact, this is what is going to happen to us. Thank you very much. Nana, if the churches are able to define their roles, then I think we can get an answer to your question. Ebenezer in Japan. Ebenezer, good evening. On the phone is Papa Ansan from Teshi. Oh, Papa, did the line drop? Give me a call back. Ansan, my namesake. Nana, it's sad. My brother graduated from the university, did his national service, and was home for almost a year. 
he got a three-month contract job with one of the state-owned companies and he was told 500 CDs will be deducted from his first salary as appreciation fee and that was the norm. This is Emmanuel. Hmm. Eben is on the line. Hello, Eben. Yes, sir. Let me hear you. Thank you very much mm-hmm. for this topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to ask that mm-hmm. is that this country, do you have a national agenda for we the youth? That's mm-hmm. the question that I want to ask. Mm-hmm. And moreover, looking at this, this Galante thing that you are talking about, I think mm-hmm. it's a national, national issue. I think we all have to help come out with uh, steps to keep this thing so that this country will move forward. You were talking, someone talked about uh, what uh, Nkrumah did. Mm-hmm. The other presidents, what did they, what are they doing? So that in the future, our future leaders coming, they also have something that they also think about. Because it's as if we are not thinking about the future. We are thinking about now, 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 now. What I'll get now? That's what we are thinking about. And it's very sad. And I thank you for this particular uh, topic that we are facing today. Mm-hmm. And I hope God will bless you for this thing that you are doing. Actually, one day, there will be a massive, uh, I don't know what to say, maybe people will stand up and then try to move this country forward in a different direction. Thanks too much. Thank you too, my brother. Thank you too. But Alfred is on the line. Hello, Alfred. Hello, good evening. Man. Good evening. Thank you so much for this wonderful time. Until our leaders in this country, our political leaders, wake up. It's not working for them. Things are not going to happen. I wonder why Ghana, at this time, 2020, this country doesn't have a national policy that could drive the developmental agenda of this country forward. It's just so sad, Nana. Like you said, countries are not developed with the, 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 that particular mindset of saying, I live one day at a time. No. We need a national plan. 60, 60 years developmental national plan. Then we can all, both parties, I mean, all the parties in Ghana should work with that national plan. Then we can move this country forward. God bless our whole mandate. God bless our homeland, Ghana. 0302216541. I'm going to Dansuman because Ampofu is waiting on the phone. Hello, Ampofu. Yes, boss. Nana, good evening. Good evening. Let me hear you. Yes, Nana. I think I always say that in this country, hmm. our problems, the solution is one. We are a group of people who doesn't punish wrongdoings mm-hmm. and then we don't supervise. We need a very sincere supervision over this Galamse thing that is talked about. <laughs> and then people who are front comparable should be dealt with, you know, massively to serve as a deterrent to others. Because the people who are supposed to supervise are themselves involved in the, in the issue that is going on. So who is watching over the watchman? <laughs> you know, we always sit down and we politicize everything. We think that there are some group of people who are called politicians who should solve the problems for this country for us. But how many are those politicians? Majority of us will just sit down and watch things go wrong and then we blame some, some few group of people. As citizens of this land, we all have a, a collective responsibility to make sure 
that the right things are done. We have the power to cause change, and the change begins with us individually now. Because the Galam say, if, if we don't allow ourselves, Chinese will not come and take over. <laughs> and we pretend so much in this country. What something is going wrong, we only we only seek what we have we get personally instead of how to go to the country. A Ghanaian is ready to benefit hundred cities instead of the country the country benefiting thousand cities, so that the larger portion will go elsewhere. So we need to intensify supervision and then punish severely people who break the laws of our land. You know, Buache uh, one of I mean one of our senior elders of the country once said that people don't do what you expect them to do, but they will do what you supervise. They will not do what you what you expect, but they will do what you supervise. So I think supervision should be intensive, and then we should punish wrongdoings. And it, it, because the same Ghanaian, when you go to when you go to another country, will do the right thing. So why is it that in Ghana we don't do the right thing because we don't punish wrongdoings? Thank you so much. Well, if you're just tuning in, let me just quickly sign up. I was just thinking that as a nation, uh, this present crop of, you know, power brokers, us, we are living as though it's the end of the world. We, we're just selling sea and sell, sea and sell. Look, we depleted the fish in the sea. We have depleted the fishes in the sea. We are chopping down every tree there is in the forest. We are chopping down. We are digging everything out of the earth. If it looks like gold, it has to be dug out. We are now borrowing because of all the things we are digging and chopping. We still can't raise enough money to run the country, so we are just borrowing. And now we're going to hand the country to a future generation. And if we look at how we are bringing up our children, those who are supposed to be affluent, who are bringing out their children, lost out of touch. Those who are destitute and struggling are just going day by day. And I'm asking ourselves, 20, 30 years from today, these people, trauma, doll, you know, feces, smoking, tampons, smoking, bitters, betting generation, growing up. How are they going to pay all these bills and all this distraction that we are leaving them? Somebody bequeathed this nation to us. They kept it. And, you know, the most embarrassing Christ asked Nananum. Nananum, you know, who you were giving lands with rich and everything. I think one day I have to put Nananum on board. We are even worse than the politicians. We are worse than the politicians. But it's very difficult to speak against Nananum. And so they are hiding behind this reverence and causing chaos. And I'm asking, are the youth going to be able to handle this country? Who will inherit Ghana? Hello, Enoch. Hello. Let me hear you. Yeah, good evening, Nana. Good evening, boss. And happy new year to you. Happy new year, my brother. Nana, sometimes when I sit back and I watch what is going on, it's so heartbreaking. Hmm. Can you imagine where we're going? I'm not that old. I'm just 37. But when we're going, I remember when you see an old man or an old woman carrying something, you help that person to carry their thing. We were given so much respect, and there was so much respect in the country. Hmm. Now, youth of today, they don't even mind who you are, and they can route whatever they think they, they, they want to you. And sometimes it beats my imagination. Drinking, smoking, you, you couldn't see these things often. But now, it's a thing of now, like, now if you're a young guy like me, and you don't know how to drink or smoke, meaning you don't know life. If they tell you, I'm going to have fun, and there's no smoking, or there's no drinking, then you didn't have fun. And I wonder where this is coming from. Because this is not the Ghana that I was born into. So what kind of Ghana is this? 
I think the youth of today needs to rise up and fight some of these things. And we need to fight our political leaders because I think they are fighting their selfish interests and they are amassing wealth for their families. With, regardless of what the entire country will go through. Nana, it's so heartbreaking. What it is very heartbreaking, my brother. It is very heartbreaking. See, but then again, you see, none of us are born with intelligence. We all grow and pick up intelligence from the surroundings with which we grow up. So the things we see on TV, the things we hear on radio, the things we read and see online, that's what influence are bringing. And so if we have a nation where censorship is also going dead, and everything can be shown on TV at every given time, nude, nude, alcohol, nude, nude, afrosisiac, what then do we expect? And so that's why I'm worried about us, the sort of, you know, culture we are leaving behind, those we're going to leave this country behind. But then the politics is wrong. Will there ever be space between MPP and DC to sit down and say, Charlie, 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 we must start with censorship we must start with discipline uprightness the other day we did a show and i said listen you know there's something in japan i hear from zero to ten years they don't bother with pythagoras theory and everything they teach you respect form order how to be a citizen rule of law from zero to ten years old they teach you to be a human being and that's why still respect is a culture in in japan Nana Adu Oforiata on uh, Facebook says, those who will inherit Ghana will be a step worse than what we are today. We just like talking with the little action to correct the wrongs, selfishness and self-centeredness, hypocritical and foolishness, hate truth and sycophants, etc. Justice is going to be my last caller. Hello, Justice. Hi, Nana. Hi, good evening. Good evening. How are you? Very good. Good. You see, Nana, when you go to a home, normally the children take after their parents, whatever their parents do. Mm-hmm. That's what they also do. Mm-hmm. And so, if you go to a home where a father is a drunkard, most likely you'll be finding a child who will be a drunkard. So, what is going on in our country now is a reflection of the kind of leadership we have. So, for example, now we're talking about when the accident happened at, on the Cape Coast Road, we've been talking so much about it. But you find people in authority driving wrongly on our road. Hmm. And I think if anything will go good with this country, our leaders must do the right thing. Thank you. Have a good night. Thank you too, my brother. Thank you too. But this one is to celebrate a life, a centenarian. Can you imagine lawyer F.A. Jantua, uh, last of Kwame Nkrumah's cabinet ministers, the last of Kwame Nkrumah's cabinet ministers. Uh, the one-week observation is going to be on Monday, 10th February, 
at Amas SHS Road near Gimpa, Asukwa Kumasi, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. And that's uh, Kwame Jantua's father. That's Naya Jantua's father. Lawyer F.A. Jantua, age 100 years. He's the last of Kwame Nkrumah's ministers. Uh, definitely, uh, he's with Nkrumah now, with God. Looking back and wondering, Jesus, how did they get it so wrong? Uh, so all friends and sympathizers are cordially invited to the one-week uh, observation. Or if you have Kwame's number, you can call Kwame, call Nanaya, and uh, sympathize with them. If I celebrate a life with them. Nanaya Semo, we are not deliberate. Uh, we are not a deliberate people, so we don't plan. We leave everything to chance, so we fail to plan, which is the way to plan to fail. Kobe in North Dakota. I want to say thank you very much. But Gifty Ando Apia is here to give you the news bulletin in a couple of minutes. Abeku, my son, was on the ones and twos. Sammy Forsen will come and overdrive you home while you're just looking at these kids standing at the. Escuchas ese rugido? Sientes la experiencia de poder? La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Traffic light, hustling to clean your screen and sell you things and just those just begging for arms. And you're wondering that 20, 30 years time, will they still want to do that? And if not, what would they be trained to do? Because man must survive. Man must survive. But folks, until I come to you next Monday with another opinion, hmm, until the lions have their own historians, I say that the tales of hunting would always glorify the hunter. My name, Naran Sakwal the Fourth, Chief of the Little Republic of Aquamedwas. ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC.